is now being recorded. Okay. Hello, Scott Patterson of Smith Radio Fame. A lot of people are looking forward to this interview. Your fans are very dedicated. <laughs> Congrats on that. They are. Um, yes, they are. Many know you as Luke from Gilmore Girls, others from the Saw Movies. A very diverse line of credits you have. One of my favorite of your list of credits is Elaine's Spongeworthy Guy on Seinfeld. Uh, makes me laugh every time I think about it. And that alone is so cool right there that you could have just kicked back and called it a day. But you haven't. You're a very busy guy. Your new band, Smith Radio, making a splash on the music scene. Have you played a lot of live dates yet? Do you have any coming up? Um, well, I do a lot of acoustic shows. Um, and as far as live dates, we've done probably 10 so far lately, it's kind of hard to schedule. You know, these these band members are 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 busy guys, as you can well imagine, with the caliber of players they are. So, uh, you know, r- lately it's it's just sort of been focused on recording, um, and getting in the studio and getting stuff down, um, and that's what we're focused on now. And we have. You know, the manager and the lawyers are going back and forth with promoters all over the place, uh, putting together a tour, which we'll announce uh, as soon as all of this uh, back and forth is, is done with. It's, it's taking a, a long time because it's, it's, it's a lot to deal with. Um, uh, so, yeah, so that'll be the next leg of, of this will be the touring. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's just been it's just been a lot of fun and and. You know, it's 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 twenty four seven. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work, but it's you know, when you when you have a purpose and you love what you do, it, it really doesn't feel like work. That's true. If you love what you do, you never work at all. Yeah. How did you come up with the name? What does it What does it mean? Well, you know, I I wanted the name to be very uh, personal. Um, so when I was growing up, uh, Patty Smith is from my area. I grew up five minutes from her. And when I was, you know, 13, 14 years old, I uh, uh, I heard her on the radio, WMMR, a local station in Philadelphia, and, uh-huh. and got very, very inspired by what I was hearing. Uh, I was always a big rock fan, big arena rock fan, Led Zeppelin, The Who, you name it. I would go see them at the Spectrum in Philadelphia. Um but then I'd never heard anything quite like this. It was the originality of the sound. It was the poetry. It was the the passion in her voice. It was her attitude. You know, it just it reminded me of something that I hadn't really heard in any genre of music ever before. Um, and it was just it was just very very stimulating, very exciting to me. So so I thought you know. You know, and I really started writing uh, a lot of songs at that time. I I'd started writing songs prior to that, but um, she inspired me to write a lot of songs. So I, I I just thought, you know, what really kicked this off for me way back when, and it was Patti Smith hearing Patti Smith on the radio, so I just put the two together and came up with Smith Radio. Uh, that's way cooler than I even imagined. That, that was a great answer. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, and I see you you started to get this band known by playing some charity events. Is uh, that seems just like a really great idea, like a win win for everybody. You get some word out about the charity and your band. Uh, are you doing more of that in the future? Um, yeah, we're we're talking to uh, Keels, 
right now. Uh, they, last year I did a charity motorcycle ride for 11 days uh, in August through the East Coast. We started in New York City. We went through Boston. We went through Provincetown. We went through all kinds of places. Ended up going all the way up and down the East Coast. Ended up in Philadelphia. Now, this year the ride, I think, begins in... Minneapolis ends up in Nashville, and we may be playing a benefit show down in Nashville at the end of that ride. Um, so we're talking about that, but that's a big, that's a big, big show. Um, that sounds like all kinds of fun. <laughs> all yeah. kinds of fun right there. <laughs> might, not, might not be available to do it, but we're hopeful that it'll work out. Um, yeah, we like the charity aspect because, uh, you know, it combines so many things that I love and that people love, and that is, you know, live music plus a little bit of giving back, right? So, yeah, it's a great, it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, and people, people involved with charity organizations are, are just so helpful and so grateful, and um, it's just a very nice, it's a very nice feeling to give back, you know. Yeah, that's great. Um, you talked about earlier that uh, you've been writing since you were a kid, and I read since you were 13 years old you've been writing? Oh, yeah, That's... before that. Yeah. I'm not saying they were wow. any, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I have always been, you know, yeah, I did the typical sort of hang out in my bedroom all the time and, and learn a lot of songs off of records that, you know, whatever it was, Beatles, Hendrix, Stones. I take them right off the record and learn the songs. Um, I don't read music. I do a little bit now, but uh, but yeah, I've always been wanting to get my stuff out there. Even now, people are encouraging me to do at least one cover in our set. I just I'm resistant to it. I think it's a good idea, and I will eventually do it. But I'm, I just really want my stuff to get out there. I, I don't feel comfortable usually playing other people's stuff. Um, and I, there's a lot of great songs out there. I just think they're so iconic to me that I wouldn't touch them. You know, it's really more out of respect. Uh, so I agree with you. I think you should do your own stuff too. I agree with you. Yeah, when, I think when you were when sorry. you weren't in the music industry, when you were in your acting career, did you still write during those times when you were doing other projects? Did you still find time to write music, or did you just put that aside? Oh no, no, no! I always wrote it. It's it's how I, you know, being on a set uh, is very, very, very boring. <laughs> There's a lot of free time. Um, and the old the old saying is they don't pay you to be on set. They pay you to stay in your trailer and wait. Um, it's a very <laughs> slow process. So, yeah, I always had a guitar. I was always writing Um you know, and if I was if I was in the middle of something I thought had real merit, I would make them wait when they would call for me. So <laughs> I say, hang on, I'll be with you in a minute. I I'm on. I think I'm on to something here. So uh, yeah, I'm I, always interested in people that write if they find it easier to write when things are really going good, or is it easier to write when you have some sort of problem to work through or an emotion to go through? What's What's your process? <laughs> it's, you know what? It, it's either or. Um, sometimes you have to let a situation settle down before you can write about it. Um, if if you're in the heat of it and you write something, yeah, it can be very raw and honest, but it might be a little better at times if you get some distance from it. 
Um, I've written songs about incidents that happened 20, 30 years ago. I've written songs in the moment when things are just raw and happening uh, as well. Um, but, you know, it, it really all depends. I, you know, I've, I've written songs when I woke, I've, I've awakened in the morning and I've gone down into my studio and, you know, I'm feeling as placid as a lamb and out comes this, you know, this sort of raging punk song. And where does it come from? I don't know. It's like, but I think what I do, and I think uh, what others do as well, is is the the more time you spend with your instruments, and uh, and what uh, Noel Gallagher refers to as fishing, um, you just got to put your 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 tackle in the water and hope you catch something because this songs, and I, you know, I do believe that. There are songs out there that are waiting to come into your life if you're there for them. Um, you have to be present, and they come fully formed, and they come very quickly. And, you know, a lot of the really good material that I have written, it feels as though it's been handed to me uh, from some kind of power. <laughs> if that doesn't sound too wacky. Um, and it just, there it is, and it's like, oh gosh, you know, something, a, a wormhole opened up in the universe, and something got mm -hmm. through to you. And had you not been there, it would have gone to somebody else. Um, sure. So it's it's important to really stay at it and be at it, even if you don't feel, you know, particularly great. I've I've had sessions where, you know, because I do it all the time, so in the morning I'll, I'll go into the studio, and if nothing's there, I'll... No, I'll just go to the kitchen, I'll eat something, I'll go back in, nothing will be there, I'll just, you know, crap, go to the gym, come home, go in again, maybe something's there. Maybe at midnight, maybe at 2 a.m. you wake up, you run down and there's something and you get all excited. So there's that rush of excitement that comes. Uh, other times you get a chord progression and no words come, no, nothing's really coming, there's nothing behind it. You let it sit, you play around with it for a couple of months and then something comes, it's just, it depends. It really depends. But you know the character, you know the nature of the song or of the artwork that's coming through immediately. You know if it's going to be a quick five, ten minute thing and it's going to be fully formed. Or, or you know, oh, this is going to be a couple of month process, you know. Oh, oh. You know, I know it every time. Huh. Well, it sounds like it's meant to be for you, like you've, you're in the right situation then. Um, it's coming to you like that, you know. You know, a, a, a strange thing happened, a really wonderful thing happened. Um, a woman, you know, I do photography as well. I do abstract photography and painting. And, um, a woman, uh, a very prominent person in the art world reached out to me and is now representing me with my photography. And um, that event led me back to... I don't know how to say this without sounding strange, but that event led me back to my old self, my old creative sort of 15, 16-year-old self um, before I got, you know, battles hardened and scarred. And, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Yes, um, I do. <laughs> so when I was, you know, 15, 16 and experienced some, some difficulty, but I wasn't yet hardened, um, was when I was truly creative and truly able to freely love, and you know I wasn't interpreting things with through the scar tissue. It was it was just more of a pure optic for me. 
Um, and she returned me to that place because she believed so much in what I was producing um, that it also led back to the songwriting. Because uh, I put the songwriting down for about a year um, uh, and just wanted to let it, because I didn't, I didn't particularly like what I was writing. Um, so then you go back into the lab and you just sort of, you just, you know, you listen, you watch, you listen, you watch, and then, you know, that event led me back into it. So it's, it's, it's art for art's sake, and it's sort of, you know, one discipline inspires another discipline, and I just, you know, I'm happy that she reached out, and I'm happy that we have a friendship and we're working together, because it sort of led back to everything. Um, and I'm writing better songs because I'm more open to going back to that time when I was so open and free. And you know, a lot of yeah. a lot of influences are coming out that I I didn't know were so deeply embedded. And it's kind of wonderful to 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 hear them coming out. Um, um, it's an interesting process for sure. That's good. I I read that you played uh, Rachel Ray's tent at South by Southwest. Yeah. Yeah, we. How was the food? Did she have food there for you? <laughs> did she have what? Did she have good food there for you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't. Re- I think there was great food. I don't recall eating anything. Uh, okay. You know, <laughs> I, I get pretty wound up before a show, and uh, yeah, that was fun. She was great. Um, South by Southwest is a fun, fun event. I, uh, that's uh, one of my favorites. Yeah. We, we had a blast. There were so many people there, and they really loved it. And, you know, the band sounded great, and we were having a great time. Um, we met so many people, and it, it was just it was just like a dream come true. It was everything that she said it would be. Um, you know, I did her show. I played a little ha-ha song acoustically on that show. I did about 30 seconds of it. And she invited me right then and there to to play the festival. And, uh, you know, I had a goal when I started last June with this new band uh, that we would do a major festival within a year. And it only took a couple of months. Um, That's great. So, you know, careful what you wish for because you might get it. That's <laughs> true. I say that all the time. <laughs> uh, so I, I also read that one of your releases, Forgotten Hero, has a portion of the proceeds going to benefit PTSD as well as some of your merch and hoodie, I believe. How did you make that decision? Has that affected you in your life personally, or is it just something you want to get behind? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I've I've experienced uh, symptoms for, you know, since I was a teenager. Um, you know, I came out of a... I came out of a situation that I needed to get out of. So uh, let's just put it that way. So, you know, when I was 15, I I ran away from home. And I hitchhiked out to Colorado where my sister was going to college. And then from there, um, I hitchhiked out to uh, Long Beach, California to see an ex-girlfriend who was from Jersey but was now living in Long Beach with her brother and her grandmother. And we just sort of jumped in his friend's, uh, Volkswagen van and went up the coast and, you know, had all these experiences. And it was just a terrific feeling of freedom. Um, I wrote a bunch of songs on that trip. Um, uh, and I, they they went on to Redwood. They they were going to go on and, and, and trek to the southern United States and all over the place. And I got off at Redwood City and went back to San Francisco by myself because uh, I wanted to check out the scene. Um it was, you know, the 60s scene was dead, had been long dead, but I still wanted to sort of pick through the ruins and, 
and take it all in. Um, so that's what I did. Um, uh, so yeah, so the song came from the perspective of, you know, I, I, I was in Austin Airport uh, recently, uh, you know, within the last two years, and I ran into some military guys who were the sniper platoon in Iraq, and I just was so moved by that encounter and how grateful they were um, about what I was doing uh, that I decided to write a couple songs. You know, I sat down and wrote a couple songs about, you know, PTSD, and I decided, you know, you got to confront this. This is part of your life, and it's a part of a lot of people's lives, um, whether you're military, non-military. You know, people people go through it. It's difficult, and there's a lot of shame involved, and that's really the tragic part. Um, so, you know, it's for them, and I wanted to write something for them, uh, the sufferers of this, and uh, um, so that's what I did. I, I wrote it in the perspective of a soldier coming home from Iraq and having some problems adjusting to civilian life and being on medication and, you know, what his life might. It's just a little sort of a slice of somebody's life. And um, That's that's great. It's 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 great because you're, you're combining what you want to do and you're doing it for good causes and you just can't ask for much more than that. What is the one thing you'd like to say to your fans? Um, that I love you guys and thank you so much for coming along for this ride means the world to me. Um, the most exciting thing about this is playing live and the thought of playing live uh, globally. Um, it's it's why I kick this into gear. I want to get on a stage and connect with lots of people uh, multiple times. Um, it's what I crave and what I need to do and what I'm doing. And uh, so just thank you for the support. I I really feel it, and my team and I really feel it. So thank you, thank you. That's that's really great. Well, thank you so much for letting us get into your head a little bit today. And as you said, you, you do have some uh, worldwide performances coming up, a live streaming acoustic event. You're calling it Soul Eclipse, I believe, on June 21st. That's June, um, June 21st on stageit.com, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. And my EP, the debut EP, Smith Radio, de debut EP is coming out probably end of June. I'll have a hard date. Uh, which we'll get to you um, okay. pretty soon. Uh, okay, great. Yeah. Well, well, thank you again so much. Uh, before you go, could you say for me, I'm Scott Patterson. You got it on WNRM, The Root. WNRN? Yes. Hi, this is Scott Patterson from Smith Radio coming at you from WNRN, The Root. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, that's awesome. I will tell your people when we're going to air it. I think it's going to be next Tuesday. But, uh, but that came out great. You've oh, done this great. before, Thank I you. can tell. <laughs> Thank, Thank you so, so much. much. Laura. It was a pleasure. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Take care. You too.